Open up your Bibles to Matthew chapter 13. If you need a Bible, just raise your hands. We'll come around and give one. One over here. Please keep your hand raised up. While we're doing that, I'm taking this off because I'm hot up here. Jesus. All right. Anybody else need a Bible? Anybody else good? All right. Matthew chapter 13. We're going to read verses 3 through 9. My God. So good to see you guys this morning. You guys all right? Oh, yeah. All right. My son Kurt is here. Look at Kurt back there, man. Good to see Kurt. Got all my sons here today. Justin's here. Solomon, Chaz, all my sons are here today. Glory to Jesus. Give God a praise for these beautiful men. I'm excited. And I love my daughters too, by the way. But it's good to see all my sons together. Amen. So Matthew chapter 13, verses 3 through 9. You know, God really spoke to me about this, and I wanted to share this. And I believe it will be helpful and also life-changing for those of you that have ears. It's, you know, because I think we get confused sometimes between the, and, and God said to me, I want you to talk about the difference between faith blessings and fake blessings. <laughs> and, um, you know, he said, people, my people are confused oftentimes by fake blessings. And um, I'm not going, let, let me just get into this. Matthew chapter 13, verses 3 through 9. And this is Jesus. He said, he told them many, many things in parables. And he said, listen carefully. And he says, a sower went out to sow. And he sowed seed in his field. And as he sowed, some fell by the, beside the road between the fields. And the birds came and ate it. Now, this is what I wanted to get to. It says, other seed fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil. And it says, and at once they spring up because they had no depth of soil. But when the sun arose, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. I don't want you to forget that right there. Because they had no root, they withered away. It goes on to say, other seeds fell among thorns, and thorns came up and choked them out. And then it says, other seeds fell on good soil and yielded grain, some a hundred times as much as was sown, some 60 times as much, and some 30. And then it goes on to say, he who has ears, let him hear my words. Now, I'm going to be really focused because I got a lot to share today, and I want to get through all of it. But when I was in prayer recently and I was really going through this, I heard the Lord say to me that there is a difference between fake blessings and fake, fake blessings and faith blessings. And he said faith blessings are created by sowing seeds of faith. And seeds of faith, just like any other seed, they take time to grow up because they grow downward first to develop a root system. See, when you plant when you plant seeds, they don't spring up immediately. What happens is they grow down into the ground to anchor themselves in the earth, and they develop a root system. So all of this is happen, happening in the dark. It's happening underneath the surface of the land. So you, you, you're really walking by faith because you're, you're looking at this thing, and nothing's happening. Ain't nothing coming out of the earth. But you have to believe and trust in the fact that something's going on underneath the earth. Because it's growing down first right, right. to anchor itself in the earth 
you know, and then it begins to come up. The reason why it does that is because if it doesn't, it'll be easy to be, it will easily pull it out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. If it doesn't develop a root system, it's easy to be pulled out. So when you see, you know, I found out several years ago. I said, God, I said, what is the reason for snow? <laughs> I said, I just hate this stuff, man. I said, man, I got a show. Like, there's no reason for this. I'm like, well, I know you create everything for a reason. Like, what is the reason for snow, you know? And then there was a year that we had barely no snow. And then that following, you know, um, summer, trees was falling down left and right. And the reason why is because what snow does is it, it, it begins to, to help these trees build those, those root systems and dig down deeper into the earth during that time. So it seems like death is happening, but it really ain't, you know, because something is happening underneath the earth that you can't see. And so because there was no snow that year, those trees were not anchored in the ground. They weren't deep enough. So when the, those winds start blowing, they were just knocking trees down. And, he's, and then God showed me, he said, that's the reason for snow. That's why it's important to have it. I know you don't like shoveling it, but there is a purpose for it. You know, so that's how faith seeds are. Man, you sow those seeds, and then it seems like nothing's happening. It's cold. It's snowing in your life. You know, and it's like nothing's, nothing's happening. But underneath the earth, something's going on before you ever see something spring up. So it takes time. And um, oh, yeah. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, but, you know, now then they grow up out of the ground and then they're able to be seen. But their their root system, if you were to dig underground and see the root system, it's more intricate and it's more it's there's more happening down there than up here. <laughs> and I, I put here, that's why it takes so long for your blessings to materialize. They are developing strong roots so that they will be lasting and not easily pulled up. Amen. Amen. Now, fake blessings, they're just weeds. Mm. Right? Weeds don't have a strong root system. So they grow up fast and they're seen quickly. Right? However, since they don't have a root system, you just pull them out of the ground. You know, I like de-weed and stuff like that. I have a little, you know, flower bed. And I just go around. You know, I grab those red, I just go like that. They come right out. <laughs> no, no work at all. Out. You know, walk around, boo. Because they have no root system. You pull them right out. And see, that's what happens. See, like the old mantra goes, easy come, easy go. And I put here, and I heard God say this to me. Some of you are envious of somebody's weeds. Oh my. Oh my. Because they got their fake blessings faster than you got your faith blessings. <laughs> Are you looking at people? Oh, they got this. They got that. They got the other thing. I'm still waiting. I'm trusting God. I'm believing God. And I don't have what I'm what I'm believing for. You're you're jealous of weeds. You're envious of weeds because they're easy come, easy go. <laughs> they, 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 if you just kind of look at them hard, they'll come out. 
<laughs> pull them right, they'll be pulled right out of the ground. Nothing, no depth at all. And because of that, they don't last. And here you are, you know, like, well, you know, I've been waiting on God, you know, and this person, man, they don't even love God. They ain't thinking about God. And here they are. They got more stuff than I do. Because it ain't real. It's a fake blessing. And, and, and when a strong wind blows, it's going to fall. Right. They said there were two houses. Right. Jesus said, he says, those that listen to my words and do them, I liken them unto a wise man who built his house on a rock. And it says, and when the rain came, the storms came, the winds blew and it beat on that house, that house didn't fall because it was built on a rock. And he said, those that hear my words, but don't do it. He said, I'm going to like them unto a foolish man who built his house on sand. See, it's easy to build a house. It's easier and quicker to build a house on sand than to excavate the earth and build a foundation. You know, they say some of the buildings that are created, like built in New York, the foundation, it's, it's as deep as it is high. I mean, they do, they got to dig down. The taller the building, the, the further you got to dig down for a foundation so that it won't fall. He said he built his house on sand, but then those winds start coming. Same ones. Not different ones. Same winds, same rain, same uh, you know storms are happening, but that house fell because it wasn't built on a rock. Oh, look at my fake blessing right here. See how fast I built it? I remember this, this guy told me, um, I was a friend with a contractor. And he said, these buildings, man, they make nowadays, he said, the reason why they go up so fast, he's like, that stuff, he said, that's, he called it beaver board. That's what he called it, beaver board. He said, it's just compressed wood. He's like, they just take a bunch of wood chips and glue it together. It ain't no real wood. It's like, you know, he said, they, that's why it goes up so fast, because it's like, it ain't nothing. That's why you got, when they built, you know, stuff in Egypt, it's still standing. And this crap they put up today will be falling down tomorrow. Because it is not built, it is not built with excellence. It's, see, it does, and they took years, hundreds, like some of them, the whole reign of a king to build a building. But they're still standing. Thousands of years. You know? And these buildings that go up overnight, knock down overnight. All right, this thing drives me crazy, Chas. You got it, man, or what? All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. I need my encouragement. <laughs> but see, easy come, easy go. You start throwing up crap, you know, it'll fall down. And see, that's why you have to allow God to go through the process of creating your blessing instead of settling for a fake blessing. I got to keep going. You guys getting something so far out of this? All right. Again, don't be, don't be envious and jealous of people's fake blessings. In Proverbs 24, 19, verse 20, uh, verses 19 to 20, it says, Do not get upset because of evildoers, or be envious of the wicked, for there will be no future for the evil man. 
the lamp of the wicked will be put out. How about this? Psalm chapter 37. I'm going to read a lot here, but it's so much here. I want you to just listen. Psalms 37, verses 1 through 22. It says, do not worry because of evildoers, nor be envious towards wrongdoers, for they will wither quickly like grass and fade like a green herb. And it says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires and the petitions of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him also, and he will do it. He will make your righteousness like the light and your judgment like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord. Wait patiently for him and entrust yourself to him. And then it says, do not fret. And I like it in the Amplified. It says, don't whine and don't agonize because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Cease from anger and abandon wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. For those who do evil will be cut off. But those who wait for the Lord, they will inherit the land. For yet a little while, and the wicked one will be gone forever. <laughs> Though you look carefully where he used to be, he will not be found. But the humble will at last inherit the land and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity and peace. It goes on to say, the wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes at him with his teeth. The Lord laughs at him, for he sees that his day is coming. My God. The wicked have drawn the sword and bent their bow to cast down the afflicted and the needy, to slaughter those who are upright in conduct. And it says, the sword of the ungodly will enter their own heart, and their bow will be broken. This is why I want, I want to get to this part. Better is the little of the righteous who seek the will of God than the abundance or riches of many wicked and godless. For the arm of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds and sustains the righteous who seek him. The Lord knows the days of the blameless and their inheritance will continue forever. See, lasting, not something here today and gone tomorrow. They will not be ashamed in the time of evil, and in the days of famine, they will have plenty and be satisfied. But the wicked will perish, and the enemies of the Lord will be like the glory of the pastures and like the fat of lambs that is consumed in smoke. They vanish like the smoke, they vanish away. The wicked borrows and does not pay back, but the righteous is gracious and kind and gives. For those blessed by God will at last inherit the land, but those cursed by him will be cut off. My God. So I'm telling you, don't be envious of people that look like they got it going on. Especially if you know they ain't get it from God. Don't be envious of that stuff. Because just as fast as it goes, he says it's going to be like the smoke. You ever seen smoke? It just like goes and it's gone. That thing will not be lasting. And, and this is what I, this is that thought I had as I was reading the scripture. And see, I recently, I saw this guy on, uh, I was watching, I was looking through internet, Facebook, and it, show, it was an article about this guy that made $90,000 in one month on, on OnlyFans. Oh. <laughs> it's OnlyFans, it's one of those 
as one of those platforms, those social media platforms. <laughs> That's the best way for me to put it. <laughs> He's not the only one, by the way. I saw somebody that made like a million dollars off this platform in one month. Crazy, man. And for anyone, including me, right? That could make you a little jealous or envious of their success. Like, wow, I can't believe it. Like, what? You start to think about how a person can make that much money taking off their clothes or showing obscene content. Mind-blowing. Crazy. And here you are, serving God with all your heart. And you're not even half as prosperous as they are. <laughs> but then you see a scripture like this, and you understand that they have fake blessings that will eventually fade away. And then you start reading articles about their life, how miserable they are. All this money, miserable. Yeah. Got all kinds of hell breaking loose in their, their life and in their house. Because, because there's sorrow attached to fake blessings. You know, that's why the Bible says, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. See, because there is sorrow when you, you can make wealth without God. You don't need God for that. You don't need God to, to make wealth. But if you get it without God, sorrow is attached to it. That's why you see so many millionaires and billionaires ready to jump off buildings and stuff like that, ready to kill themselves. Because it don't make them happy. And I don't care how much they get, they need more. You know, because they're trying to fill a void on the inside of them. They can't be filled with anything else but God. And I put here, yes, your faith blessings are taking longer to receive, but they will be lasting when they come. With that being said, don't sell your soul for a fake blessing. Now, now I'm getting to some stuff. In Luke chapter 4, verses 5 through 8, this is the showdown between Jesus and the devil. And it says, then he, speaking of the devil, led Jesus up to a high mountain and displayed before him all the kingdoms of the earth, inhabited earth, and their magnificence in the twinkling of an eye. Can you imagine that? I mean, like, just like that. He showed him everything. And he says, and the devil said to him, I will give you all this realm and his glory, his powers for now, because it has been handed over to me. And I give it to whomever I wish. See, there, there is a, there's a real profound key found right there. The, the devil is the little G God of this world, and he has rights and ownership through the fall. And he is able, because Jesus didn't say, you're not telling the truth, that ain't true. He didn't, lie. He didn't say you're lying about that. He was, he, he, he said, this, this, all this, you see all this? I'll give it to you. All you got to do is worship me as yours. And he was able to make good on that promise. And he's still making good on that promise today. Telling people, just serve me. I'll bless you. As I just said, all blessings are faith blessings. You know, he can give it to whomever he wants to. Wealth, fame, riches, whoever he desires to give it to. But if you get it from the devil, there's going to be a price to pay. And that price is your soul. 
He says, if you worship before me, it will all be yours. But Jesus replies to him, it is written and forever remains written. You shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. He didn't say, no, devil, that, that ain't truth. It really all belongs to me. He didn't say none of that stuff. He just said, <laughs> he said I'm not going to worship you. <laughs> he didn't say it wasn't true. He just said, I'm not going to worship you. <laughs> There's only one that's worthy of worship, and that's the Lord God. I'm not worshiping but again, he had the authority, he had the power to be able to give fake blessings to whoever he desires. And if you serve him, he'll give it to you. All right, don't look at me like, uh, like I'm crazy up here. But again, see, that's why I call them fake blessings. See, if you decide to serve the devil, he'll give you the world. He'll give you fake blessings. He'll give you all you can handle, but you'll lose your soul in the process. All right. Now let me keep it moving. Matthew chapter 16, verse 26. I want you to look at this. And this is Jesus speaking. He says, for what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world? Wealth, fame, and success, it says in the Amplified, but forfeits his soul. Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? And I put here, see, yes, they may have more wealth, fame, and success than you do. They may have more glamour than you got. But what did they have to do to get it? That's the question. They had to sell and forfeit their soul for it. They exchanged their soul for wealth, fame, and success. And again, I said, if you decide to serve the devil and live for him, he'll give you all the fake blessings you can handle. He'll load you down. But is it worth your soul? See, that's the real question. Is it worth your soul? You know, the Bible says that, that when Moses came of age, he determined, he decided, he would rather suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Because the pleasures of sin, they only last for a season. They make promises that it can't keep. And, and bottom line is if sin wasn't pleasurable, nobody would do it. So there is a pleasure attached to it. But it's only lasting for a season. If you ever saw, you know, you watch people get high. In the beginning, it's wonderful. You know, they look it's so euphoric until they begin to de depend on it. And then they're, they'll kill anybody for it. They'll rob from their mother to get it. You know what I'm saying? Because of the fact that that sin now is catching up to them. It's no longer pleasurable. It's something that has a hold of them. All right, I know you guys are not happy about my message today. But if you got ears to hear, I'm telling you. See, many of you, have been envious of people that look like they got it going on. And that's what social media is designed to do, is to give you a fake picture. That's not real life. You'll notice that if you see, you, you ever seen the uh, social media, media influencer, influencers that show what they really look like yeah. without all the makeup on, without holding in their stomach, <laughs> without filters, without turning angles, they show you exactly what they look like. Because <laughs> it's fake. 
And that's the picture the devil tries to sell you, a fake one, because he wants you to go after that. All right, let's continue. Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. And it says there, see, now we see this in living color. It says, now the serpent was more crafty, or he was more subtle, or skilled in deceit than any living creature of the field which the Lord God had made. And the serpent, or Satan, said to the woman, can it really be that God has said, you shall not eat from the fruit from any tree of the garden? See, he's trying to confuse her from the beginning. Is he saying that you can't eat from any of these trees? Now you know, come on now. Can you, you can't eat from any of these trees? He's starting to try to start a dialogue. Never have a dialogue with the devil. He's trying to start a conversation. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees of the garden, except the fruit from the tree which is in the middle of the garden. And he says, God said you shall not eat from it or touch it. Otherwise, you will die. But the serpent said to the woman, you certainly will not die. For God knows that on the day you eat from it, your eyes will be open. That is, you will have greater awareness. And you'll be like God. What, what he didn't tell her was that they were already like God. Because God created man in his likeness and in his image. They was as much like God as they would ever be. He says, but you won't be like God when you do this. Knowing the difference between good and evil. And, and see, we see here that the devil, he talked her into focusing on it. Because at that point, she wasn't, she wasn't even thinking about that tree. She had access to every tree in the garden. They were in a paradise. There must have been thousands of trees there that they could eat from. There was only one that they couldn't touch. Now he got her focus on it. And the Bible says when the woman saw, see, she, she looked at it. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was delightful to look at. Wow, that looks good. <laughs> that looks good. See, it was delightful to look at. And a tree to be desired in order to make one wise and insightful. She took some of the fruit and she ate it. And she also gave some to her husband with her and he ate it. Then the Bible says their eyes were open. And they knew that they were naked. And they fastened fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. I want to share this one more thing with you, and then I'm going to break this down. James chapter 3, verses 14 through 17. It says here in the Amplified, I love it in the Amplified. It says, but if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not be arrogant. And as a result, be in defiance of the truth. This superficial wisdom is not that which comes down from above, or this is not godly wisdom. See, there's a difference between godly wisdom and wisdom of this world, or the wisdom that the devil tries to give. See, he was trying to tell her, see, if you, if you take from this tree, it's going to make you wise. Not godly wisdom, the wisdom of this world. And it says here, this type of wisdom is not that which comes down from above. In other words, it's not wisdom that comes from God, but it is earthly or it is secular, it's natural or unspiritual, and demonic. See, the devil wants to give you demonic wisdom. And it says, for where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, see, this was a result of selfish ambition. They wanted to be something, see, God created them 
in a certain way. They wanted to go further than that. So this was selfish ambition. When she saw the fruit that it was desirable to make her wise, that's when she ate it. And so it says where there is jealousy and selfish ambition, where that exists, there is disorder or unrest and rebellion and every evil thing in morally degrading practice. But the wisdom from above, now we're talking about godly wisdom, right? It's pure or morally and spiritually undefined. It's peace-loving, it's courteous and considerate, and gentle and reasonable. And it says, full of compassion and good fruits. It is unwavering without self-righteous hypocrisy and self-serving God. So the devil, what he was trying to do was he was trying to get her to focus on something that God told her not to touch. And the moment that he began to describe what it can do, she looked at it. And when she looked at it, she desired to have it. Now, I'm going to say this right now. Because we like to be mad at Adam and Eve. And I get it. But I'm going to say this right now. Which one of us have not focused on something that God told us not to mess with? There's nobody here, including me, right, that has not looked at something that God told you don't touch and touched it. <laughs> not, not, not just looked at it, touched it, right? You know, I don't want you to be having fornication. I don't want you to have sex before you get married. All right, I'm not going to ask nobody to raise their hands. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I promise you, I'm not going to ask nobody around <laughs> See, I don't want, and I don't say this for condemnation. Again, what I'm trying to say, we've all, I've, all of us are there, right, have been there, right? All of us. There's not nobody in here that's so holy that, oh, I never did anything like that. I never put my hand, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and so the devil, t- you know, yeah, but see, God is trying to withhold fun from you. See, 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 he told Eve that, see, he don't want you to be wise. <laughs> he don't want, see, he don't want you to have, he don't want you to be like him. That's what he told him. That's what he told her. He don't want you to be like him. That's why he's telling you not to do that. You're not going to die. You know, he just don't want you to be like him. So he say, God say, don't mess with that. See, God trying to withhold something. He's trying to keep something back from you. It's going to feel good, you know what I'm saying, if you do it, right? It's going to be all right. You know, you're going to be all right. Nothing's going to happen to you. All right, don't look at me strange. Look at me strange up here. And I put it here, see, they already possess everything that anyone could want, but the devil can make the fake blessing look so good. He make it look so good. And it's like, when she looked at it, I mean, she wasn't, fo- obviously she wasn't focusing on it. God told her don't do it. That's all right. I'm this, eat this tree, eat that tree. I'm not even looking at that one. Until he put her focus on it. Then when he looked at it. All right now. He made the fake blessing look so good that they were willing to disobey God to get it. 
Now again, I want you to act spiritual on me. Like you haven't done the same. How many of us have disobeyed God for the devil's fake blessings? Now again, the issue with the devil's fake blessings is that they don't last long and they come with consequences. In Romans 5.12 it says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world. Can you imagine that? One man. And death by sin. And so death passed on all men, for all have sinned. That's just crazy, right? One man's decision to disobey God, I mean, just plunged this whole world into oblivion. And talk about the consequences. They were kicked out of the garden. They were in paradise. The word Eden means land of paradise. I mean, they were, I mean, it was just beauty all around them. Right? They were kicked out the garden, not allowed to come back in. They experienced immediate spiritual death or separation from the presence of God immediately because sin separates. They began to die naturally because they were, they were meant to live forever. One of the reasons why God put them out of the garden was because he says if they eat from the, the, uh, the, the, tree of, of, um, the tree of life, if they eat from the tree of life, They'll live forever in a fallen state. And so he put them out the garden so they wouldn't eat that fruit and live forever. So they began to die naturally, immediately, right? They plunged the entire world into sin. They gave over their authority to the devil, making him the God of this world. Because the Bible says whoever you, whoever you become your servant to, whoever you obey, you become a servant to them. So when, when they didn't obey God and they obeyed the devil, they became a servant to the devil. And that's why the devil became the little G God of this world. Because Adam was. Everyone is born into spiritual death and as a result needs to be saved by the blood of Jesus to have eternal life. And he introduced chaos, sickness, poverty, and death on this planet. Right? All of this stuff was introduced as a result of one, one decision to disobey God. See, every decision that we have has ripple effects. You know, they don't just affect you, they affect everybody that's close to you, everybody that, 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 that you frequently, your family, you know, your friend. It, it just, it's, it's a ripple effect. And that's why I tell you, you know, don't waste your time messing with the devil's fake blessings. Allow God to do the process and he give you something real. Because when he gives you something that's real, it will last. And you will enjoy it. And it won't be something that's going to be, that's going to come with strings attached. So I, I'll get ready to end with this. I'd rather have a smaller faith blessing that lasts than take a fake blessing from the devil. In Proverbs 6, 15, 16 through 17, it says, Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble with it. See, some people get all of this stuff and all they do is invite trouble into their life. When God blesses you, again, there's no sorrow that comes with it. You let the devil bless you and give you stuff, you're going to have trouble. Better is a dinner of vegetables and herbs where love is present 
than a fattened ox served with hatred. Man, I'd rather have some rice and beans where there's peace and where there's love and where I can enjoy myself than have a fat steak and be miserable. And Proverbs 10, 22, it says, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, or it brings true riches, and he adds no sorrow to it, for it comes as a blessing from God. So I'm going to end with this. Most of these individuals that make all this money on these platforms are completely miserable. They make all this money, but they're never able to enjoy it. They never know who they can trust. Their family takes advantage of them. I was watching, you know, how these family members are taking advantage of all these people. Horrible. They have a lot of money, but very little love. However, when you wait and allow God to bless you the right way, it will be riches that you'll be able to enjoy. There'll be no sorrow attached to it. And I put here, any blessings that come from the devil will always have strings attached. Always. He always got a, he always has a motive. There's never anything pure about his intentions. The Bible says that the pleasures of sin only last for a season. And once that season is over, there's hell to pay. And that payment is your soul. Because that's what he wants. He wants ownership of it. And if you begin to worship him, oh, I'm not going to bow down and, you know, lay on my face and worship the devil. Yeah, but if you do what he tells you to do, you're worshiping I don't care whether you're on your face or not. There's many different ways to pray. You know, I had a, you know, I had a thing, you know, that um, a little meme that had all of the different types of ways that people prayed in the Bible. Some were laying on their face, some were on their knees, some were standing, some were walking. You know, there's many different ways to pray. There's like as many different ways to worship the devil. You don't have to be laid on your face to worship him. If you're serving him, and you're listening to and obeying him and disregarding what God is saying, you're in worship of the devil. So I know this was a tough message. I know this was tough. But I wanted to share this because the main reason why I wanted to share this is because I didn't want you to, I'm not trying to come down on anybody in here. I'm trying to tell you, stop looking at what the world is telling you. Well, Because people think that Oh, they got money. They must be blessed. God must be blessing them. Just because people got money don't mean they're blessed by God. And that's why I wanted to talk about the difference between a faith blessing and a fake blessing. Because you can get rich on your own. You don't need God. But there'll be sorrow. Now, when God blesses you, no sorrow attached to it. You can enjoy it. You know, it took a long time to get a lot of the stuff that my wife and I had. I mean, like, we really, you know, talking about 20 years, we've been together this year, in 20 years. And I mean, you know, where we started, you know, in a little apartment and stuff like that, trying to make it happen. You know, my wife will tell you, you know, we had, we, had, we opened up a joint account with $25. <laughs> that was our start. You know, and it took a while for us to get established. But now the things that we have, we enjoy it. 
You know what I'm saying? Because they came from God. We didn't take no shortcuts. We didn't get our stuff from the devil. He got nothing on. He has nothing on us. He can't come back and get nothing because it don't belong to him. See, if, if he give it to you, it belongs to him. He come back and get it from you. You start doing something that he don't like, it's snatch it from you. <laughs> oh, I'm going to live for God now. He come take everything you got. That's my stuff. You, don't serve, you ain't going to serve God with my stuff. Take take off from you. <laughs> come back and get it. You know, that's why Jesus said, he says, he said, the prince of this world comes. He's talking about the devil, but he has nothing in him. He don't got nothing on the inside of me that belongs to him. He ain't got, he ain't got nothing. He can come all he wants. He ain't got nothing that he can lay claim on him. All right. I know I got to close. I know I got to close. Lift your hands and let's get ready to close. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we get ready to close, I just pray. I pray, Father, that the real true meaning of this word will dig deep into the hearts of everybody that's here today. Everybody that's watching online. I pray, Father, that they will not just hear this word, but be doers. I'm praying, Father, that they will not be mesmerized and not be envious and jealous and not looking at these people on social media, all these places that got all of this money and start getting jealous and then wind up trying to go off because they want to get it their way. As you said in your word, it's like smoke. It's like a vapor. I mean, it's here today, it's going to Mount Mall. It's, it's, a, it's a weed. It's a fake blessing. It'll be pulled, it could be pulled up right by the roots in a moment's time because there's nothing real about it. Anything that the devil gives you is not lasting. Anything that's produced of the flesh will eventually rot, die, and stink. But anything that comes from you, your blessings are eternal. Your blessings are, will, 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 will leave this world with us as we, as we honor you and do the things that you call us to do. There will be rewards in heaven for the things that we do for Jesus. And that's why it's always said that only what we do for Jesus will count for eternity. None of this other stuff. So Father, I just pray that you will give us all the grace to not be moved by what we see other people having. And grant us the grace to wait for you to bless and give us those things. Because again, we know that those things will have no sorrow attached. They'll be lasting. We'll be able to enjoy it. And Father, for it, we just thank you. We bless you. God, we give you all the praise. We give you glory. And we give you honor. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now listen, if you're here today, you're watching online, you've never given your life to the Lord Jesus, or you're backslidden and you know you are, and you want to get it right with God, I want to give you an opportunity right now to give your heart to the Lord Jesus or to come back to the Lord. If that's you and you're here, you can stand up. If you're watching online, we'll pray for you. We'll do this all together as a family. And I want everybody to do this. I want you to say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for your son, Jesus. I believe in my heart. I confess with my mouth that you died for my sins and you rose from the dead to make me right with God. Now, Heavenly Father, I accept the sacrifice of your son, Jesus.
come into my heart. Help me to live for you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's just give Jesus a praise. Come on, you can do better than that. Give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. Amen. 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 What we're about to do, we're about to get ready to close. We're going to worship God with tithes, with offering, special giving. See, you want God? You want God to get involved in your finances? You need to learn how to honor God with your, with your tithes and offering. That's how you get him involved. You know? I love this scripture in Genesis 28, verses 20 through 22. It says, then Jacob made a vow, or he promised, he made a promise to God, and he says, if God will be with me and will keep me on this journey that I take and will give me food to eat and clothing to wear. See, he's depending on God, not himself, not, not the devil. And if he grants me that I return to my father's house in safety, then the Lord will be my God. And he says, this stone which I have set up as a pillar will be God's house or it'll be a sacred place to me. And he says, and of everything that you give me, I will give the tenth of it to you. And I love how it says in the Amplified, it says, as an offering to signify my gratitude and my dependence on you. I love that. <coughs> this gift, <coughs> this offering is because he's saying, I thank you for giving me the ability to be able to go out and earn a living, right? That's what our, our tithes and offerings are for. It's our gratitude. We want to thank God for giving us the ability to be able to earn a living and our dependence on Him, right? We depend on Him to be able to do, to be able to multiply the seed that we sow, because the Bible says that He gives us seed to sow, He gives us bread for our food, and then He multiplies the seed that we sow. So we depend on you to multiply our seeds. Amen? All right. So tithes and offerings, they go in the offerings, envelopes in front of you. You can also give a miracle offering. You can give your tithes and offerings in that envelope. You can write a check to the love of Jesus if you decide to do so. You can use our cash app at cash sign L-O-J-N-N. You can use our giveify at love of Jesus of North North. You can use our Zelle at lojnorthnork at gmail.com. And those are the ways that you can give towards our tithes and offerings. You can do that online as well. Going to mention, we're taking up, we're taking up a special offering because we're building a baptismal pool. It's almost done, by the way. <laughs> we're having a baptismal pool built off-site. It'll be here maybe in the next couple of weeks. But it's beautiful so far. I, and I'm ordering, I'll show you, I'm ordering these tiles because uh, it's going to be tiled, right? And it'll be like, it's like like this iridescent blue and green color. So when you put the, the, the water in it, it's going to look like it's blue and like, it's, even though it's like tap water, it's going to look like it's blue. <laughs> it's going to look like you're in the pool, you know? So we're going to put it right over here. When we're ready for it, we'll roll it over there to where the utility closet is, plug it in. To the holes and it'll fill it up. I got the jacuzzi today, by the way, because I'm putting the jacuzzi in. So it's gonna be like, uh, you know, like the pool of Bethesda, like God is stirring up the water space. I know you think I'm, I'm wild, but you know what I'm saying? When you see it, it's gonna be beautiful. But I got it, yes, I got it this morning. And uh, I brought it here. You guys can take a look at it if you want to. You should get one for your home tub. You'll be blessed. <laughs> 
But I ordered a heater, right? So it's gonna keep the water at like 80 to 90 degrees. So it'll be nice and warm in there. And then I got LED lights, so it'll be lit up. That thing will be awesome. So I'm gonna make a sign like that, but big. It's gonna go over the front. Like it's gonna be like real big. Even, Minister Even, you're gonna make this sign. I had yeah, I heard the Holy Ghost even gonna make the sign. But it's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna say the love of Jesus of North North on the front. And then it's gonna have the scripture, Acts 238. And he says, Peter said, repent, all of you, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's gonna be right on the front, it's gonna look like a piece of furniture, and then it's gonna be, it's gonna be um, you know, it's gonna be framed on the front. It's gonna be beautiful. So it's almost, you know, it's almost done. It's almost, I can't wait. And then we're going to have a major baptismal service. And we're going to probably do that in March. And anybody that wants to be water baptized, we're going to do that. All right? I'm going to teach you on water baptism and the importance of it. And if you want to be water baptized, we're going to do it that day. All right? And then whenever we're ready, we'll be able to have water baptisms. So that's coming. Um, also, this upcoming Saturday, which is February the 11th, um, even you said 10 o'clock, right? We're going to have a special training for anybody that wants that, that is a part of the food pantry because we are going digital. So all of the paperwork that we fill out, Kurt, all of the paperwork we fill out is going to be, we bought, we bought five Chromebooks. So we have this software from the food bank and, uh, the software enables us to put everybody that comes in to our food pantry in a database. So when you come, we don't have to fill out all this paperwork. We just have to put your name in, your name will come up, and then we'll just make sure everything's still correct. And then you can just sign because our Chromebooks are touchscreen. You can just sign and then you just go. It'll be awesome. Now, eventually, we're going to be able to get, you know, how like you scan items when you're in the grocery store. You have the little gun. We'll be able to give people cards with the barcode on it and you just scan it and then their information comes up. It's going to be awesome, man. So we're taking the food pantry to the next level. You know, we're taking it to the next level. So we're going to have training for that this upcoming Saturday at 10 a.m. So we can train people that want to learn how to register people on the Chromebooks. This Saturday, yes. This Saturday. The 11th. Yes, it is. Today's the 5th. Yep, next Saturday is the 11th. And we're going to be doing that. Okay. Also, my last thing I want to mention to you, you can take up the offering. <laughs> the, last thing, the last thing I'll mention to you is that we, are reopen, we have reopened the church on Thursday nights and we started the School of Ministry. This past Thursday, we have Reverend Fred with us from the Love of Jesus in Orange. He's going to be with us this whole month and he's going to be teaching on the servant leader. And it was powerful. Thursday nights at 6 p.m. Now, the purpose is to develop and prepare our leaders, aspiring leaders, and servants for ministry. And um, that's going to be every Thursday night at 6 p.m. I'm going to be having different guest ministries out. This month is going to be all Reverend Fred, and then we have other ministries. I'm booked all the way up until the end of June with guest ministries. And it's what I'm telling you. If you want to learn about leadership, serving, and stuff like that, and really take your life to the next level, you should do it. You should come. The last thing I mention is that, uh, oh, I'll be preaching at LOJ in Orange tonight at 7 p.m. If you guys want to 
come, you can most mm -hmm. definitely come, but I'll be there tonight at 7 o'clock ministering the word. All right. Thank you. All right. Amen. Stretch forth your hands. Let's bless this offering as we get ready to close. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for everybody that gave to this offering today. Thank you for your precious people that give. I pray that you'll open up for them the windows of heaven, that you'll pour them out blessings that they don't even have room enough to receive, that you will shower them with the blessings and favor of God, that you will give them more than enough where there is no lack. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. <coughs> All right, everybody stand up on your feet. I'm gonna bless you as we get ready to leave. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord bless you keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious and merciful and kind to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you, grant you his holy peace in Jesus' matchless name. I want everybody to say, I'm blessed and I can't be cursed in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you. I love you. Have a great rest of your day. Thursday night, you should come, six o'clock. We have our school of ministry. Bless you. Play the soundtrack. If you see someone in need, hit him with it at. If you see someone that's hurt, hit him with it at. If you ever see a problem, home, solve it with this fact. If the father put you through it, trust me, he gon' have your back. If you see someone in need, hit him with it at. If you see someone that's hurt, hit him with it at. If you ever see a problem, home, solve it with this fact. If the father put you through it, trust me, he gon' have your back. Rings. Come fellowship with us at the Love of Jesus Church of North Newark. Led by pastors Gavin and Tanya Taylor. Where our mission is to find a need and meet it. Find a hurt and heal it. Find a problem and solve it.